broadcast has started 9.33 p.m. on a Wednesday. Cross the internets. Guess it's just me. Hi, I'm Bill from STC Pod. And uh, yeah, guess it's just me. For the big 210th episode, 210. Start to continue podcast. No, no, no. I'm just joking. Of course, obviously, no one would be listening to that. They need their Tom Cruise. They need their zaniness and outrageousness. Here he is. Let me welcome, ladies and gentlemen, upon your earphones right now. Welcome into your head. None other than Joe. How's it going, sir? Good. Thanks for having me. First time, long time. Long time what? Uh, long time listener. First time, to the last episode? First time participator. Did I listen to the last episode? Did I? Hmm. I think I had to. I think I had to fix one thing, didn't I? Was that the one where your voice went all slow? No. We got slow bill. Hashtag slow bill. Ugh. That didn't taste good. Can you make some more noise with your well, slurping and slopping? I was at the store there, and uh, what I saw in the like healthy snack section, they're selling now mulberries that are uh, dried, dried mulberries or something. You know, I like mulberries, but you know how delicate a, a fruit they are, and you know they come to be uh, for a very short amount of time in the summer on the mulberry trees. So I was shocked to see this, like if someone has finally gotten on board and started, you know, making these available for people to, to consume whenever they want, but, uh, they're dried and, uh, they just kind of taste like, uh, it's not like it's a dried prune or, or dried peach. You, tastes can't, like a, you can't dry mulberries. Yeah. It's like kind of like a gross raisin or something. Well. Yeah, they're trying. Leave it to you because you you just got to have your snacks. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot have, you cannot go on without eating snacks. This guy. That's, Always a snack in this guy's mouth. That's you saying that, right? Because I witness it all the time. You got to mm. have your snacks. I don't, I don't think so, but you oh. always have to have meals. You have full meals of snacks. That's different. That's not a snack. That's a meal. <laughs> I wish I could stop snacking, but, uh, there you go. I can't. You just proved me right. Yeah. Can you take that hat off, please? No. Why? This hat made famous on the last, uh, dollar dorks episode, by the way. Didn't watch it. You should have. No. (laughs) Cause I would have got angry. (laughs) Why would you get angry? I did listen to it though. And I did, uh, privately DM my two buddies, uh, Derek and Chris and, and let them know my thoughts on the episode. Oh, good. You never let me know. You do not need to know Mr. Ego. Yeah. Your Spider-Man fucking pajamas on and this red hat. And for some reason it's making me furious. Exactly. Maybe uh, thou should look inward and examine. Hard to look inward when I'm looking outward and all I can see is this red hat. I like my red hat. 
You never wear a hat. Well, I always see you in a formal setting, like in a, in a workplace setting. So I don't, I don't wear hats at you work. Don't dress formally though. Well, you know, so I bump it up a little bit. If you put a hat on, it would match your hockey Jersey that you wear quite nicely. <laughs> hmm. I should bust them out again. I haven't wore one in a while. No, you should not. It's a place of work. What episode was this again? I got to write this shit down. 210. Great. 210. On the road to another milestone already. I hope I don't live to see it. Mm. All right. So what have you been doing? We're at night. We're over the internet. Uh, today, well. You got a whole day to yourself. Today was a write-off. I slept until noon. We worked all night the night before, so that's appropriate. <sighs> Slept till noon, went out, ran a couple errands, put the kids up from school, came home. Um, I made pasta dinner. Whoa, who did? I did. I don't believe that for a second. Yes, I did. Mother-in-law was in, uh, she was in Hamilton. Seeing her dad, so I made dinner. That was it, man. And then prior to coming oh. on, I was, uh, on the couch reading and then semi passing out after watching, what do we watch? Uh, uh, episode of this is us. And then my wife likes to watch, uh, the little, the little couple, littlest couple, little couple. And then she threw on uh, Bol uh, Young and the Restless, and next thing I know, I passed out and woke up at uh, 9.20, so you're lucky I was here on time. Oh, I'm so lucky. And this then, pasta you made, was this the Joe's trademark gross slimy pasta? Just pasta in oil? That's what I had. I made the wife and kids uh, pasta with sauce, and then I had my pasta with uh, oil and gar garlic. We didn't have anything else to add to it, man. I normally would have added some uh, mushrooms and some olives and some peppers. I went straight up OG, man. Olive and garlic. Diced garlic. Lots of cheese, pepper. Mm. That's it. Why are you cheersing me with your Starbucks mug? I had to uh, snow blow again today, so that's fun. Well, let me let me ask, what'd you do today, Bill? It's still in November, folks. Shouldn't be having all this snow. Still November. I raked leaves today because <laughs> we got one more leaf pickup, and I've got leaves in my yards. So I was outside raking. You know, uh, some leaves left on the the lawn for the winter is beneficial for the lawn. I don't like it. It makes the lawn look messy. It will be under snow, so it's irrelevant. It's not snowing yet, and I don't like seeing leaves on the grass. It makes me upset. I see one leaf out there. I, I got to go out and pick it up. It just bothers me. Grass is meant to be green, and that's it. Nothing on top. Not meant to be walked on after you cut it with a lawnmower because it puts footprints in the grass. That's why when you cut the grass... You cut one strip one way and then you back up 
over it one more time and that erases your footprints and then you don't walk on it. Are you done with your craziness now? I'm just telling you what I do. Nothing crazy about that. I just grass should look neat. Well, it's, it's a blizzard out there again right now. Like again, it's November. Are you in the Arctic? Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. And then, uh, you know, I drive down from Barrie to Toronto for work and where there's zero snow, but it's like the drivers in Toronto heard there's snow somewhere. So they start driving like idiots and start ramming each other for no apparent reason. Like the roads are perfectly dry and hundred percent traction, but I'm still going to drive into the back of this person just for the hell of it, folks, just for the hell of it. I don't understand. I think everyone south of, uh, you know, new market or something, everyone south of there should all have their license revoked and go through uh, a course or be retested to get their license back. So it's ridiculous. I had one guy, uh, I passed an accident that had just happened minutes before. And I'm, as I'm passing it, I see what it was because it was one lane over transport truck, huge flatbed truck and with some material on it. And this dummy in behind this huge flatbed trailer just drove right up underneath it. And we're doing 40. It's not a big speed thing. It's just, I don't know what to do. Cause I'm looking right. at my phone. You saw it, you saw it happen or it happened? No, I didn't see it happen. I saw the aftermath, but, uh, it was not under high speeds and it wasn't under slippery conditions. It was, was there no, so no, uh, decapitation then, right? No. Like unfortunately, the, unfortunately, unfortunately the top of his roof was wedged underneath the, wow. It's it probably on his phone, man. It's insane. I remember insane. when I used to have to drive, um, route similar to that when I lived in up in that area for a couple of years, I except I would take the four or four down to the four or one. Yeah. As soon as you started hitting that, getting close to that four or one stretch where, uh, it joins up and then people start taking the main highway down into the, the downtown Toronto core, which is called the Don Valley parkway is, is the road that they take. <clears throat> there'd be a, this change in atmosphere and change in drivers where people would just start driving crazy. And I could feel that switch as I'm coming up down from country into the city. You can feel that, uh, that, uh, stupid mentality of these people, man, mm -hmm. erratic driving, uh, you know, changing lanes, cutting across three lanes all at once. Speeding. Mm -hmm. Love it. Actually, we should include the people in Newmarket because on my way home this morning, I had to go through Newmarket and uh, the highway leading out to the main highway is a four laner, two lanes on each side. And it was snow covered, but my tires are like, I'm really confident on these tires are really good. So um, I'm moving with the traffic, which is still going pretty, pretty good clip. And in fact, I'm in the left passing lane and I'm doing 10 kilometers above the speed limit and uh, I'm encroaching people on my right and passing them safely. And even though I'm going at that, which 
in retrospect, seems like an insane speed on snow. I still had this guy up my ass, literally flashing his high beams at me to move over. So, you know, you know what that causes me to do. Slow down, slow down. Yeah. Box him behind me. So, you know, what's, what's this guy want from me? I am passing cars. I am going over the speed limit, but that's not good enough for this piece of shit. So after about 10 minutes of that, I finally had a, a clearing on the right and I moved over and let him pass it's this little piece of shit hatchback that God knows how it's sticking to the highway. I'm just like, I hope you spin out so hard and just hit the bushes. That would be my joy. I love it when the uh, truck drivers, not truck drivers, uh, pickup truck drivers drive insane speeds in the middle of the winter time, thinking they've got complete control of a vehicle that's super light in the back because it has no weight in the back. Mm. And I'm just like, oh God, I hope you crash. Please, please crash and kill yourself. Yeah. As a former pickup owner, I, I remember having to load the back up with tons of weight, tree stumps and cement bricks and all kinds of stuff. It's good as those, uh, builder patio stones. Oh yeah. You can lay them flat and you've got good weight to them. Well, awesome. We'll have to, oh yeah. So yeah. So you said you're confident with your tires. That's because you had to get new tires, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that on the show. Yeah. On this very show. I don't talk about it. It was probably on dollar dorks. <laughs> it could have been, could have been on dollar. It could have been on many of the other shows I appeared on. I know people were making fun of me on Twitter. I think the rocket sauce was making fun of me that I was being taken, which it probably was, you know, those guys, when they have you, Hey, why don't you come back and have a look under here of the car with me? Uh, what you got going there? You got your Johnson rod is uh, causing the corrosion on the perpendicular tailpiece there. That's causing that sp spiral action that you're seeing on that thing. Oh, I guess we gotta get that taken care of. <laughs> you know. Anyways, yeah, that was all taken care of. Uh, these tires are good, man. These are good. They're Continentals. Sounds like an old person tire. Yeah, it does, but uh, highly I'm, rated. I'm going to blow my nose now, okay? You're not over this yet? This this show you've been putting on all week? This is the drama I've been having to put up with. The drama. The exhibition. Because as you can imagine, Joe does nothing subtly. So shows up to work. He puts on this giant show. He gets this huge box of Kleenex out and like presents it like, uh, you know, the Lion King with the monkey presenting Simba. He presents that to the entire room, sets that down so everyone can see. Look at what I'm doing, guys. I am sacrificing. Hear that? Sacrificing myself for you and this and this job. See that? ridiculous i gladly would have taken a sick day except i got the business from you because you didn't want to do extra work no because it's finally your turn normally you maneuver me to carry all the load in that room you switch sides whenever you know things come up no and guess who gets to do it so finally <laughs> your craziness because we do alternate sides every 
Every four weeks, we alternate. You're like Rommel like everybody in else Africa. Does in other rooms, everybody alternates so that you you don't forget what to do when you're working in certain chairs. No, you your and paranoia. Your paranoia thinks that because it's when it's our turn to officially switch seats. It's always an inconvenience to you just because you have to do work that day, even though it's nothing in regards to me, nothing that I can control. It it just seems that you choose a time to switch seats when, when big, big, uh, productions come out. So I I do believe you've said numerous times that you are a very lazy person. So you and the person you trade off with you get together on your little phones and you move the the pieces around the big map and figure out where to be at this certain time and you got it months in advance it's planned out no that's that's your craziness that's what's crazy you gotta see you have to see somebody so i'm montgomery and you're rommel and i have to counter move every one of your maneuvers (laughs) which guy won in the end Can I be Monty. that guy? Can I be that guy? Well, anyway, so I wanted to take a sick day. I got the, I got the bitch queen complaining. Well, we're all sick. We're all still making it to work. I'm more sick than you. And we don't call in sick because we have little. <laughs> that's not. No, that's not congested. Welcome to 360 days of my life with allergies. Okay. That. That's no problem. It's no big deal. Your would be taken care of if you went to the gym. All right. (laughs) Yeah. You worked out a little bit. You wouldn't have allergy problems. Well, we all don't have time. Some of us are managing an entire household by themselves and uh, don't have time to do all this other stuff that you can get away to do. If I attached a Fitbit to your wrist and recorded what you did physically, I'm sure that would tell me there was countless hours where there was inactivity during the daytime. Does it record vacuuming and dusting? It records movement. Well then, but there I you can, go. I can, ish- I just picture you dusting with your little, uh, feather duster. Exactly. Yeah. Swiffer. Get the pledge in there. No, you don't do that. Why? You don't pledge? No. That gets on everything. You get at least a protective shine. Well, I don't have a house uh, that is completely framed in mahogany everywhere. And rich, dark tones of oak. That's true. The houses nowadays don't have a lot of wood stuff, right? Fuck man, I think when I was back when I was a kid, man, and I was had to dust as one of my chores. We went through so many pledge cans. I just remember spraying the shit out of those tables. What were you doing with those things? Dustin. Well, I got one coffee table I'll use it on, but the rest of the Swiffer thing, it picks up dust. It doesn't need uh chemicals on it. But that reminds me when uh not at this place we're working at now, but when I was working at the place downtown, super old building. And at one point, I think this was when the company got bought out and they like got rid of all the executives. So the entire floor that you would never go to 
was deserted. That's where all the executives were. It was deserted waiting for renovations because the new company came in and they just tore everything out. But I got to go up there and explore, of course, while I'm working overnights. And all of these offices were done old school, like you see in like movies, like bank offices. Like it was all the beautiful oak paneling on the walls, oak everywhere. Like everywhere was wood, giant wooden desks, wood, just freaking everywhere. And the craziest thing was a lot of these executive offices had their own bathroom. And not only that, a couple of them had their own showers as well. You gotta have your own shower in your work office. I can't stand people that, that get paid enough to justify having that stuff. <laughs> and the, the one oh, joke, one office was really cool because his bathroom, his private bathroom, he kept like, this is a hundred 150 year old building. Right. And I don't know how he kept it or what happened, how it got there, but he kept what was obviously one of the original urinals. And it was this massive, like cut out of granite marble <laughs> or granite, a urinal that you've never seen before. And that was, uh, uh, gracing his bathroom. That was something to see. And then it all disappeared. They tore all that shit out. And then they went with the modern bullshit, right? Where all the walls are gone and it's all window offices, you know, where all the offices are framed in these giant windows. That's for, uh, staff safety reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Cause back in the day in this old building, shit went down in those private offices and that's why they needed showers. You definitely. There are lots of stories. Those were the good old days, right? Lots of story. The, the execs bringing, uh, bringing ladies to their offices in the middle of the night. Smoking and drinking at work. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Yeah. That was fun, man. You got to explore your own, your own uh, abandoned office building while you're at work. Yep. So. So should we that now our uh, contest to have uh, our third, our third host, best easy pod. <clears throat> well, geez, I would love to hear this. I don't know. <laughs> Just an idea. <laughs> oh, you started something and then that's it. Where'd this come from? Oh, you must've listened to a podcast with three people. And so suddenly you want to adopt that into this show. Well, it'd be good for uh, vacation time and, and sick days and stuff like that. I can barely talk, man. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Right. I'm straining every time I got to communicate here. Oh my goodness. Well, I got, you know, I got lots of stuff I got to update people on. Oh, so oh, fuck. don't can worry I about go? that. Can I go? No, you need to interview me as normal. Uh, I'd rather just go. Take over the reins. I'll talk to you in two days. I did my little <laughs> guest appearance and now I can go. No. Yeah. You, you just brought the gold off the top of the show and then you can just walk off on a high note. Right. Uh, okay. Well, we left last week's episode where I said I watched an HBO movie and you wanted me to talk about it, but uh, I left it hanging what it was. It was a biopic 
on HBO. Have you seen it advertised? Do you remember the show Fantasy Island? Yeah. Yeah. Used to watch it at my uh, grandmother's house. Well, what about it? I I didn't want you to. I didn't ask you any questions about the show. Calm, what, calm down. What are you going on about that? I I wanted you to bring this up. Calm down. I'm bringing content forward to talk about and discuss in a pleasant and humorous manner, which you need to Was participate. It about Ricardo Montalban or some shit. Hey, Ricardo El Monteban. No, it was about uh, Hervé. Hervé, what tattoo? Valachek. Hervé Valachez. Yeah. No, that's not it. Well, it's a biopic about him. It's called Dinner with Hervé. God. And uh, yeah, follows this British journalist, newspaper journalist, who got assigned um, just as kind of a throwaway piece on uh, to, to catch up with Hervé. Cause I don't know if you remember the stories that he was a, he was a real wild man as he got older. You know, there's lots of stories about him. No, I didn't care. <laughs> all I, all I picture when he, when I hear that name now though, is, um, his appearance in that James Bond movie, the man with the golden gun, where he's walking around, uh, with a shirt off. I don't remember him with his shirt off, but okay. Uh, he was in the, um, uh, Roger Moore is walking through this uh, stone garden, and then uh, there's a couple statues of little people, and uh, of course, he's got a mask on with a spear, and he's standing super still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like oh fuck! Now that's all I can picture when I when I hear his name now, man. Right. No more Fancy Island. No yeah. more uh, white white tuxedo. This Hervey with his shirt off. Well, that was his, that was his big, uh, his big fat gut. I don't know if he had a big fat gut. Well, he was pretty solid. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what broke him out was that movie. He got that role and uh, fantasy Island came after that. And he, he, he ultimately just blew fantasy Island cause he, he felt he should be paid, you know, equal to Ricardo and, he had the ladies and the drugs and the not showing up on the time and uh, lots of stuff caused for him. He like gave it up. He walked away from fantasy Island and, uh, everyone was telling him, you have this, this, this one in a million gift, this show. And like, nothing is ever going to come back to match this. Do not screw this up. Herve. do not screw this up. And he just threw gasoline on the fire and burnt that bridge. And so by the time this journalist catches up with him many, many years later, um, and, uh, you kind of follow them through their night as, uh, Hervé talks about stories and they do flashbacks and shit like that. It was well presented. This was, uh, they had, uh, Dinklage playing Hervé, which is my only gripe on this because in my opinion, Dinklage does not resemble Hervé in, in the least. And when you see him, you're like, oh, that's Dinklage. You know, it just, that's Dinklage. Why not get an unknown person to portray her? Yeah. Why would Dinklage want to do that? I think this is his project, actually. I think he was involved somewhere in the executive. Um, well, it's a, a story to tell about a little person and coming up through Hollywood. So I can see him wanting to tell it. Because <laughs> Dinklage is, uh, 
He's legit, man. He's a great actor. Absolutely, but his appearance doesn't look anything like Hervey. Like even, <laughs> I agree with you. I could it should be, be um, it should be like a complete unknown, so that you're you're not uh, taken out of the story by, like you said, always thinking, "Oh, that's that's Dinklage." I'm, you know, he had the voice down. I'll give him that. He had the voice, but I mean, even physically, like he's a different kind of little person than Hervey to not sound insensitive, but like Dinklage has like normal full size hands, which I remember Hervey always had little, little small hands. You know what I mean? So that might've been something that he had to live with. That was difficult as well. Whereas it doesn't translate if Dinklage is there doing it, you know, you know what I mean? That Those little things kind of threw me off, but otherwise it was good. I like these biopics, man. That's been coming in. That? I like it. It was good. It was like the um, the one on. Uh, they've done a couple. Um, the one on the other James Bond uh, guy I talked about before. Um, it's Majesty's Secret Service. I don't know why his name is gapping on me. Uh, what do you mean, the guy that did the one Bond movie? Yeah, Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, Lorenzo, uh, it's, it's coming to me. It's coming to me in pieces. My Lorenzo, brain. Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, exactly. And then they do one on like crocodile Dundee too. Anyways, they really do you a good job in her majesty's secret service. George Lazenby. I found two for you to choose from on her majesty's secret service. I beat you Siri. Secrets of her majesty's secret service. On Her Majesty's Secret Service features George Lazenby, Diana Rigg, Tally Savalas, and others. Mm -hmm. See? I believe it was uh, George Lazenby is who you're referring to. George Lazenby. Actually, if we could be more accurate. That was a great biopic. And then, uh, yeah, uh, the Crocodile Dundee, I think they did one about him. Kind of done in the same way where it's flashbacks and the the main guy narrating his life through flashbacks. I gotta be honest with you, I don't really like those kind of features. Not not shocking. Not shocking. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't feel unnecessary that I need to learn about these people's history. As you shake your head. <laughs> uh, and yet you continue to do so. I don't, it's like I, you're drawn into it. I like, love it. It's like, it's, no, it's knowledge you need to get on with your life. Well, yeah, it's n- nostalgia and it, it fills in. Yeah, it does. I just want to see them in a movie and that's it. You know who you're sounding like? Who? Um, what else happened? The weighted blanket. That was the big uh, turning point in my life. Adding a weighted blanket to my life. You shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's, uh, you remember the Charles Grodin movie uh, with the lonely guy? Yeah, that's me. I need all these lonely person devices now to get me through my life. And the weighted blanket certainly helps out. 
No, it's like, as we were talking before, if you like, uh, like stuff on you when you sleep, if you like a lot of blankets, uh, you know, I said, if you're in the dentist chair and they do an x-ray and they throw that big leaded vest on you and you think, Ooh, that feels comfy. No, this, it hurts. This it is hurts when it's on you. It hurts. I got a heavy, 20, what was it? 15, 20 pound blanket on me. Well, yeah. It's not what comfortable. I, what I ordered was the, the 20 pounder. And it's the size of a queen size mattress. Like what's the heaviest you could get? I think uh, there's maybe 22 pounds. They have a, they have a whole. uh, Now, have you tried to double this up so that it it crushes you even more? Not yet. I will. I will definitely be trying that, but not yet. I'm still getting used to this, but they do have a whole like spreadsheet where it says what your, you know, how much weight you should put for what uh, body mass and whatever. Because I recommend you doing triple fold and putting this on top. It's, it crushes men. There's lots of different sizes. And in fact, they sent me the wrong size to begin with. They sent me like a double size instead of a queen size. So I got like a 17 pounder in uh, the beginning. And as soon as I got the box, I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. And I went, uh, this doesn't feel that heavy. Sure enough, it was a 17 pounder in there. Smaller blanket. And... Uh, it was still cool and everything. I liked using that, uh, but I had to do a return through Amazon. And this was a weird thing. I've done returns through Amazon before, and returns are normally so painless and easy. You just tell them, uh, this is the wrong size. They give you a label. And at the moment they're giving you a label, they're already sending you the replacement. This was different. I don't know if it's because it was... This was a prime product, but maybe it was through a third, third party seller or something, but they wouldn't send me a replacement until I bought another one, which was ridiculous because this is a lot of money tying up. So I had to go through the whole purchase scenario again. What do one of these things cost? Like, yeah, I had to buy it twice. That's what I'm saying. What, go do, through the whole. what do one of these things cost? That's not what I asked you. Yeah. You got money tied up in this thing. What so do one why of not these just things send me, cost? Why not just send me the replacement? Why not just tell me the price? <laughs> Would you tell me the price? I've told you the price on a lot of things. All right. See this, this is what put me over the edge here because I have seen these, uh, in person at like, you know, the showcase store in the mall where they sell like, uh, infomercial crap yeah the stuff you see on tv store yeah they had them and uh for like a small one was like 250 bucks which was crazy and that that'd be like 14 pound or something like that and then i was in bed bath and beyond and it's one of their new items check out this new item this is you know helps people and all this stuff and theirs only went up to like 16 pounds or something and again it was well over 250 280 something like that and this one on Amazon I bought, which is a queen and 20 pounder. That was, uh, you know, is less than that. So that put me over the edge that I uh, maybe should get on this before the prices go up and why, get the good just, deal. Why won't you say how much it costs? Cause I'm, I'm hesitant of to hear the snide remark you'll say, and y- you won't let me forget it. Just. You have to tell people now. Well, they can go look it up. In fact, uh, the link is in the description. 
I think it was it was in the neighborhood of like one seventy five. No, no, I want price. That's the price. That's in the neighborhood. Amazon. What's this thing called? Weighted blanket. Weighted blanket. Twenty pounds. LBS. Yeah, but they have a ton of different ones. You don't know which one I bought. Just relax. You could just go to the link in our last episode in the description. That would require effort on my part. So uh, I got the new one sent to me. I kept using the old one until the new one came. And then finally the new one came. I boxed up the old one, sent that back. Still waiting for the refund money, even though they told me they would rush the refund money. Still hasn't happened. And now I got the 20 pounder on there. Now, Take this with a grain of salt. It might be 20 pounds, but it's spread out over the entire area of the blanket. So it's not like you have 20 pounds on your chest, right? So it's not as heavy as 20 pounds. The entire blanket altogether is 20 pounds. But I did find that it it took about a week to get used to, used to. Even though I sleep with a lot of stuff on top of me for weight, it still took about a week. I don't know. And I think I was getting like sore and shit from it. Cause like, if you're on your side, this blanket is like pushing up against your, pushing your shoulder down in a weird way, you know? So I was waking up kind of sore. Yeah. So it, yeah. I'm so shocked. it did, it did take like a week to get used to it, but now, you know, you get, you get in there and you feel this thing on top of you and you flatten it all out, spread it out. And then you do like a half roll to one side and it, falls on behind you in that side and then you half roll the other side and then that side falls in behind you and suddenly you're sucked into this cocoon of weighted warmth and ecstasy Where, where'd you put the link in the description of the last episode where where do it for me go to sdcpod.com i'm there look up yesterday last episode and it's in the description uh, also huh? so i On was a blog able, site yeah stcpod.com oh, like fuck <laughs> episode 209 you mean the thing that i wrote up and put in there i didn't put a, a link in there no i had to go and edit it to fix it so it was in there. That's the pr- two episodes ago, man. 208. Is in both. No, it wasn't in the last one. Well, maybe I just did on the YouTube version. Yeah. Weighted idea. Weighted idea. Weighted blanket. 60 inch by 80 inch. 20 pounds. For 180 to 200 pound. 200 pound, 220 pound individuals. Now I know why you didn't want to say the price. Why? Why? Well, I, I already said the price. No, you didn't. $259 Canadian. It, it is not. That's what it says here. Well, the price went up. Mm. I didn't pay that. Really? Yeah. So Holy I was able shit. to eliminate an entire extra comforter off my bed now. So that's helping that out. 
Don't have so much stuff on me. Still you keep the house coat on top. 260 bucks on a weighted blanket. I still got the house coat on top, but I don't need that extra blanket anymore. So that's cool. And it was $160. It was not. You're making things up. Now you can bring this to the dentist and not have to use their lead line blanket. You can just, I've got my own comforter. Let me put this on before you take an x-ray. Is this lead lined? Can Superman see through it and, and see you naked or he won't be able to see your balls? Wait in her. Hmm. Doesn't say if it's lead lined. Oh my God. No, the price did go up. Premium no, material. Yeah, I did not pay that. layer have combined with cotton fabric and thin cotton filler, which is more breathable and soft. The whole blanket is much the whole blanket is much weightless and suitable for summer. Wow, that's good uh, grammar. A fan or air conditioner is recommended for hot sleeper in summer. So like I said, the only drawbacks I, I can find is like it takes a little bit to get used to. And uh, the weight they use is some kind of uh, silica beads or something that are sewn into squares like quilted squares kind of thing throughout and if you listen you can actually hear them like uh you know make a noise as they go from one end of the little pocket to another end you is know this a uh, product from china because these these paragraphs they've written are completely bad grammar yeah everything's from china but i did notice another nope. thing last night that you i may have to keep an eye on it seems like some of those, uh, like silica, I'm talking about the beads, they can like, uh, kind of boulder up in some of the pockets and it feels like there's like little like sand, sand, uh, bags all over the blanket. Cause they like rolled up instead of laying flat. So that's something I got to keep an eye on. Well. They do say, if for any reason you're unhappy with your purchase, we offer a full refund, not include, not include shipping label. No questions asked. Wish you our best all the time. <laughs> That's a quality product. Well, the price is way up now, folks. So I hope you got in when I first recommended it. Well, uh, completely unnecessary. As far as I'm concerned, more well, frivolous spending from Bill. Some people can sleep with just a sheet on other people like I lots got, of blankets. I got the sheet. I've got the comforter and that's it. And I sleep in a t-shirt in my door. Oh, I see. I'm Starkers. So I need uh, lots of, yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't want to see that. I'm, I'm sure you would. So yeah, now I eliminated a, so now, so now I'm just sheet, then a blanket, and then the weighted blanket, and then a comforter, and then my house coat on top. So we're doing good. Maybe one day I'll be able to lose the house coat, but I like having that close in hand because I am starker. So if I get up, I got to throw something on. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Just picture you. <laughs> Shuffling through the house in your bathrobe. 
Oh, I love my bathrobe. I love it. I love a house coat, man. It's got a hood oh, on it. Oh my god. I could live in the house coat. God damn well love it. You gotta have a house coat. I one don't thing, have a house coat. One thing has been with me with me all my life is the need for a house coat. I just throw on my pajama pants and I got my t-shirt. I got multiple pajama pants, and that's what I wear around the house. Got my jammy jams on. Yeah, and I can imagine. You walking around with that pajama pant swagger. Like, look at me. What swagger is that? You're probably one of these guys that wear it super low on their hips. So you see that like contusion going to you, their crotch, <laughs> which is disgusting. It's not a contusion. That means there's no that. F- that means there's no fat there. That's what that means. Uh, it's disgusting. Pull it up. Pull your pants up. Why are you looking there? Why got him down? So I'm seeing uh, the bush border. There's no bush border if you shave it. Did you go to church this weekend? Did I go to church? Yeah. No. Was I supposed to? Yeah, it was Sunday. I worked. Saturday night. Yeah, and then I had to sleep. I, I went to church again on Sunday because, you know, we're getting, we're leading up to first communion for the little girl. So you got to put in some FaceTime at the church every so often. And so we work weekends and then we're also, you know, we work weekends and we work weekends and we work shifts. So it's uh, hard to find actual time to put in the FaceTime at the church, but This was one of them, and it was actually mandated to us in the literature that was given to us that we had to be at this mass to enroll a little girl into the First Communion, uh, for lack of better word, bullshit, leading up into, like, it's not until next spring, but they want to get you going early and uh, lay into you hard on the showing up every weekend for mass. It's uh, very important to show up for mass every weekend. Uh, mass is more important than material, material things. Uh, you need the mass every weekend to teach you about life and be good, good people. Show up for the mass. I feel like saying some of us work. Some of us uh, have to recover from work. But anyways. Yeah, I... Uh... We're going through the same thing as well because my son's getting his, uh, preparing for his reconciliation. So I've got the whole workbook to read. And luckily the mother-in-law takes the kids to church on Sundays. Mm. Uh, again, another thing Joe doesn't have to worry about. So I don't have to go, but I get furious. Like you said, you know, they expect you to be there. You, you don't have to go on Sundays only. You can go other days. You know, like I said, the world isn't nine to five anymore and hasn't been for like 20 years. Yeah. They, they some of these, some of these people are just completely clueless and it gets me extremely frustrated and angry at them. Well, this spring it'll be, it'll be that first confession or reconciliation and say first communion. And that'll be all in the spring. I remember some parishes, they pile all the sacraments into one. They'll do a confirmation in that one as well. Just pile it all in, get them out of the way. But this parish is like hardcore. 
we're going to make you work for this. And my kids are in Catholic school. I went to Catholic school growing up and I remember any kind of preparation or whatever was done in school. And then that's that you even like did the little practice ceremony and shit at school. It wasn't your yeah. parents had to go through all this participation anyways. Oh, Cause back then parents worked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyways. So I, I'm at the mass and uh, we're going through the whole thing, right? You do the thing. Uh, they have the readings and the whatever. I told you this before where they got the band. Now they got the band bringing the house down for every number. Uh, it still is weird for me to hear drums and a kick drum during like hymns. <laughs> like they're doing, a, you got the bass drum kicking away. It just doesn't make sense. And like the parish I grew up with, didn't have any of that. Had an awesome, uh, massive organ in the back, yeah. a legit pipe organ that if they played that, it was like Phantom of the Opera shit, just vibrating through that giant church. And as well, my parish growing up, when they, uh, you know, it's time for communion, whatever, uh, they never bothered with the communal wine, you know, where, uh, um, you, the priest of course would, um, prepare and bless the wine and the bread, but for communion, they would just hand out the bread as, uh, you know, the body and blood of Christ and the, the, the priest would drink the wine. Of course, you know, our priest had a little bottle problem, so he had all this wine, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't brought out for everyone to have a little sip of the wine uh, because that's disgusting. Anyways, this parish, when they're preparing everything and uh, spiritualizing it all, they create like uh, two or three chalices of wine and they have the people uh, go out for communion and they offer this wine to whoever wants it, right? Ugh. And they, they hold it with the little the little linen cloth and when someone has a little sip, they wipe it off and then give it to the next person. Sip, sip, sip. And I'm watching this all from the back, right? Watching from my pew, watching all this people drinking. And I'm, I'm horrified the whole time. I'm just horrified by it all. And, and then at the end, and I forgot about this. I knew this was coming, but I'd completely forgotten about this. When everyone's done, they bring everything back up to the altar that was not eaten or drank or whatever, right? And they bring the wine back and whoever was handing out the wine has to down the rest of the wine and uh, the priest who has his wine has to down the rest of the wine. So everyone drinking from that, they have to down it because it's, it's, uh, it's blessed wine, right? You can't throw it out. It can't be destroyed. It must be drank. So this poor person that's been handing this thing out has to down this like, it's like spiritually blessed chalice of bukkake. They have to like drink down at the end of this mass. It's I'm just bukkake. I'm horrified. Wash, man. I'm <laughs> horrified by it. My, my mouth is agape watching this poor woman having to like, you could just see her look at it for a second. Oh, here we go. Boom. Oh my God. Why are they doing that in this day and age? In this day and age. Jesus Christ. Literally. So, well, I know you're a germaphobe, so I can understand. I'm not even a crazy germaphobe, but that is horrifying to me. Just horrifying. I don't think, uh, no, none of the churches I've gone to do that. It's a little weird. You'd hmm. never, uh, take a pull off that. Nope. Hey? <laughs> I do remember those a kid. 
I think they let us taste it once. And I don't remember why or whatever the reason was. I just remember for some reason tasting something that some kind of drink at church. And it must have been like the, the you know, the blessed wine from the chalice, but can't remember for what occasion it was. And we did it once because we had to, right? I don't know why. But you're right, though. Like, you know, especially in this time, like wintertime, and you got people that are sick. That's all bottoms up. How could that last person do it though? Can you imagine being the last person having to down the rest? Oh my God. Horrifying. Um, yeah. So that was, that was Sunday. That was exciting. Um, I know what did you had something going on this weekend, please quit hiding it. What do you mean? Let me know. Oh, it was my son's birthday party. That's it. Hey, see Joe had a massive catered event. No, son turned seven, so we just had. Uh... Now, when I when I was growing up, I had family birthday parties until I was like thirteen. At the house. At the house, yeah. yeah. The whole fa- all the fam, the whole family would come over, right? Aunts and uncles, grandparents. What Italian thing? Everyone's got to stop so what st- they're doing and go to cousin. You know. But my uh, wife's not Italian, so she's not accustomed to that. She's not accustomed to so making everyone show up. We just, uh, I think as of two years ago, we started doing, you know, the friends from school kind of birthday parties. So we did the same this year. Um, sent out a bunch of invitations. And as, as always, you know, you get the whole bunch bunch of replies back that, Oh, sorry, we can't make it for whatever reason. Like your kids got anything better to do on a Saturday from 12 till two. But anyway, there's about, um, eight kids there. And we just went to, um, the, a local, it's not a bowling alley. It's more of like an entertainment center. Cause they've got bowling alley, arcade, They've got go-karts inside there. They've got a mini roller coaster in there. They've got a drop zone kind of thing. There's an indoor playground. Like it's a whole complex, right? Yeah, so, it's massive. Yeah. And I remember when that place was first built, it was just the bowling alley. And they've added on this, all these massive extensions to it. So I guess business is good. Well, when you say they have go-karts, it's not, as you imagine, some rinky-dink mall go-karts. It's still the full-on thing. Yeah, like it's a semi-decent-sized track for being indoors. But, um, yeah, so we did the thing. We did the, the bowling and then uh, pizza and cake, and then we did the arcade, and then the kids went home. But, uh, as usual, you know, whole shit show in there trying to wrangle a bunch of kids together and, and keep them happy and entertain them. Right. All meanwhile, the entire time I'm thinking, I just, I just want to go home and, and not associate with these people. Right. Oh, all the parents stuck around. Uh, a couple did. And how'd you keep track of a couple, a couple of the jerk offs? Uh, we'll be back in a couple hours. Okay. Hope you can find us. Well, that's what I'd be doing. Hope you can find your kid after we leave and you're not here on time. 
it's your responsibility. You have this party. I got a couple hours off now. It's Congratulations. Like, it's like you fucks. <laughs> what? I want to stand there and make small talk with this, uh, this guy, this other dad that doesn't want to be there. Yeah. But I talk if you want to talk, I still shake their hands and introduce myself if I've never met them before. But, you know, is what it is. How many kids? And then my parents came over. My parents and one of my brothers came over on Sunday and he got some more presents and sung out. How many kids were there that you had to look after? Uh, there's seven or eight. Hmm. Top of my two. And did they get wristbands or something like that? Like, how do you nope. keep, them, keep track of them? Because it's a nope. giant complex. Like, some of these birthday party places, they're all, like, fenced in, so you don't even have to worry about losing them. But this is massive, so. Yeah, no, they uh, luckily didn't lose any of them. No uh, no wristbands, no, uh, no uh, glow-in-the-dark uh, stamps like a Chuck E. Cheese or anything like that. Make sure you leave with the right person. Right. Yeah. Do they do that at Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. See, that makes sense. Uh, well, you might as well name the place for people that are local that want to go. It is a pretty cool place. Uh, it's called the uh, Neb's North End Bowl. Right. Yeah, it is cool. I was at a Christmas party there a couple of years ago, and I was pretty impressed by the size of this place. Our work always has the kids' Christmas party there, which I, I'm shocked because it's out in the East End. And, you know, our work is more centralized. So I, I don't know what the association is with this place, but yeah, like our work usually has a, our work rents it out for X amount of hours and the kids get presents and, you know, they get unlimited amount of, uh, rides and whatever they want to do pretty much. Right. It's really insane. Yeah. They, cause they rent it out on a weekend, like their busy time and, uh, it gets full. There's a lot of kids come. Yeah, Missed it again. This maybe year. I'll do it next year. We'll see. I just, Keep I don't want to, I didn't want to go twice in one weekend. So when you were 13 and you were having the big family brouhaha, this was, uh, I, I assume big, a big dinner is made at home. Right. Yeah. They come over for like an after. There wasn't one, any like catering business going on. This is all like homemade shit going on. All the women are together making this giant, uh, pasta yeah. bazool for you. Homemade Italian food. And all the I just fam- remember, I think that was the last one I had because it was like that transition from, uh, youth to teenager. Oh, you became a man. <laughs> Did all the family, did they like all come over and everyone's wearing shirts and ties and stuff and they no. have like a singer come over and shit and there's a band and they're like in like what? 70s style tuxes, the band. No, what, what, movie like are, singing, what movie are you recalling this from? They're singing like old Italian dirges and stuff. And then like your, your grandfather is in his office, like meeting with oh, people. Here we go. Shit. Oh, I see. And you know, you'd have to, people would ask him for favors and stuff. Yeah. That it, kind of yeah. Thing. Is, is that it? And, uh, you know, security guards with guns outside the gates, <laughs> that kind of thing. 
Yeah. Isn't, is it something like that? Well, I am not a liberty to say may or may not have happened. I'm sure no. there's probably one or two guns there. <laughs> when this was your 13th at this time, are you like, I hate this and I want just friends or are you loving it? Mm, I don't are remember. you wanting the change to, to go to like a, just a friend's uh, normal. You know I don't remember. It's 13. I don't think I liked having birthday parties with my friends. I had a bunch of, uh, rough, rough, uh, crowd friends. What's the proper word for it? I don't know. Cause this is news. You hung out with the, the Polish kids. Uh, not then. No. Hung out with all the white kids then. Well, who were you hanging out with when you were 13? Well, like the kids from the kids from the street. I don't know, <laughs> but they weren't, uh, some of them weren't brought up properly. I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. I don't know either. What was going on at this, these parties? Nothing. I just mean, that's, I think that's why I didn't want to have parties with them. You thought they'd be bringing like booze over and shit? No, bringing not hookers. That I'm not that age. <laughs> like you said, these kids were from the street. Yeah, no, like, yeah, from the street. When you used to play on the street, you know what I mean. All right. So, what was that? The year after when you didn't have? I the don't remember. I can't remember. What happened? Then. I don't remember. Did you go out somewhere? Or was it still in the home? I don't remember, us. You were 14. Who doesn't remember that? I don't remember. Who cares? I, I care. I'm asking you right now. You remember your birthdays? Every one of them? Yeah. I never had any. You never had a birthday? No. <sighs> it wasn't a holiday that the entire family has to book off and organize six months in advance. Uh, there was a cake. Maybe add a friend over or something. That's cool. And uh, candles and presents. Boom, you're done. That's it. I liked having it with the family. I don't know. I, that's how, that's I how know. I was brought up. I know. I know. All right, let's wrap this shit up. I'm done. We're getting into some good stuff here. I want to find out about this 14, the 14th birthday. Oh, well, you got to go back in time. Birthday. Who can remember that? Hmm. Let's throw our, throw the contest out there for our third host, and we'll get closer. I don't know up. what you're talking about. All right, uh, how can up. you have a third host? That would be unruly. Third host. Who? What show are you listening to that you, that has gotten this in your head? I listen to a lot of good shows. Okay. Anyways, why would we change up an award winning program? I don't know from what it is. So one of us can have a vacation every now and then. I'm exhausted. He is so hard done by folks. Let me tell you, he is so hard. I even let you, how many siestas I let you have last night? I'm, I was sick. You're lucky I showed up. I didn't even bother you. Cause I was feverish. <laughs> you were feverish. Advil with uh, cold and sinus. We were all sick. We didn't just know what all... was going on. Hot and, never cold, hot and cold sweats. You never Two know when I'm sick. Row. 
point is you never know when I'm sick. And you're the big germaphobe that goes crazy uh, Lysoling the world. And that doesn't matter. Can we learn that, that it doesn't matter? Listen, this, you eating chips with a spoon because you're afraid your fingers are dirty doesn't matter. Can we admit that now? Because you are sick. No, my fingers were dirty. It just means I'd have to go and wash them. But if I don't, if I don't wash them and I use the spoon to scoop the chips out and eat them, I can still work on the computer without fear of my hands getting contaminated. What would that contamination do to you? Would you die? It'd be more germs going into my body as I used a dirty keyboard and then touch chips with my fingers and put the chips in my mouth. Whereas if I just use the spoon, the end only goes from the chip bowl to my mouth. Perhaps maybe you should acclimate your body to these imaginary germs on the keyboard. So they're better, uh, equipped to fend them off. I got a kid in grade two and a kid in junior kindergarten. So I'll get all the germs I need. We all got kids. I've been fighting this off for like, uh, everyone's been sick for like two weeks and I finally got smashed by it. Smashed. <laughs> yeah. You got smashed. So okay. I, I came in, I, I, I made you happy, even though I legally should not have been driving because I was feverish. Well, I appreciate you very much. This is what I get. I very much appreciate you every week. And as do our listeners here, but you're the, you're the savior for letting me have a little nap on my break so that I can <laughs> function. Everyone appreciates you, especially our listeners here at STC pod. This has been episode 210. start to continue podcast found everywhere. Podcasts are found iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, and we simulcast on YouTube. You can find our episodes there and you can leave comments, any of those places, and we'll definitely check those out and get back Wait, to them. We don't simulcast on YouTube. Well, it is released simultaneously on YouTube as it is on iTunes. Because yeah, simulcast would apply it being live to air as we record. Well, okay. Sounds better. And as we uh, approach the end of the year, keep in mind that the, uh, our, uh, our uh, parent network, the Cartridge Club Network, will be having an awards-type show very soon. So keep us in your mind if you could and think about us because at some point that uh, voting process will begin and you'll need to go over to cartridgeclub.org somewhere and vote on your favorite podcast. And we hope that we are in your thoughts for that and we very much appreciate it. And we will continue to do uh, our very, very best to entertain you week after week on the start to continue podcast, check out our website, www.stcpod.com. And there's also, if you want, you can buy some Amazon stuff through there. We have an affiliate link uh, for Canadians and Americans where we get some kind of commission off your purchases. Not usually very much. And if you want, you can follow us on Twitter. I am STC pod and Joe is at AC Decepticon. And, uh, where we are very active, very active there. You can definitely get a hold of us. And both of us are on Instagram as well. Not very active, but we're there. We're there. There's a lot of posing going on in that Twitter account of yours, but we'll leave that for another episode.
You better say what your Instagram is because it's something else other than because you wouldn't want to keep it streamlined and the same AC Decepticon. You need to come up with new. That was already taken. Uh, I'm at my life in collecting on Instagram. Don't get that confused with any other my life in uh, addresses, folks. My life in collecting. Just helping you out there. So I get confused. There's not. There's nothing to get confused about. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Well, I like can I think of you, something else. I my channel. My channel is not for you. Don't watch it. <laughs> is that it? it Are we good? Did we do it? Listen, I'm sweating right now. I gotta go. Post and post.